Welcome back okay. to a, uh, okay. a snacking episode so of So Travis Humble. is currently eating the loudest bag of candy that's ever existed. I just want to... Oh, God. Anyways. See, it's satisfying to you to do that because those wrappers are really satisfying to take <laughs> off. It's like one of those mini Hershey uh, things. But for everyone else, a nightmare. I just chew like... Oh no no no! I won't allow that. <laughs> oh, the wrapper, no. the wrapper, I'll allow. The chewing, no that no sounds no. Atrocious. No 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 no. <laughs> I did it once. I won't do it again. No 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 no. <laughs> Put a bleep over it in the, in the edit. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was, how was how was your week? It was interesting. It was long. Mine sucked. That's good. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we started off on a high note. It, and it's raining. It looks like a Cymbalta commercial outside it's today. So, it's nice outside, though. It's like, it does cool. feel good. It's nice. It's like 70-something degrees. And for Texas, that's uh, it's primo weather. I think we're going to have that all week, given the uh, tropical storm. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Of course, <laughs> the forecast today is 69 degrees outside. Um, we do have depression coming in from the Gulf. Uh, sorry, Travis. <laughs> it's 70 degrees outside. It changed on my way over here. You are Swear to God. Anyways, well, I, what's this show called? Rooftop Grumble? That's... Do you say Grundle? <laughs> Rooftop Grundle? Grumble. Oh, okay. Welcome um, to the show, show everyone. I guess, yeah. Off to a rocketing start. Um, you were so concerned with doing your little bit with the rapper, you didn't even enter the show. <laughs> I just said, welcome to Rooftop Mumble, and then I ate some Oh, candy. did you really? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't even hear, I didn't even hear it over the crinkling. <laughs> they, they, we don't need to do our names anymore. I think everyone knows who we are. Every... Every podcast is someone's first podcast. So you're Travis, and I'm Sean. That's fair. Okay. We may change that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, did you want to talk about some, some stuff that happened this week? I would imagine you want to. <laughs> sure. Um, we got some Miles Morales gameplay. For, yeah, we did. For, from the Sony event. And I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. The next few topics are actually all over PS5. Yeah, there was a PS5 reveal event, and it went really well. Yeah. Just kidding. You didn't, <laughs> it didn't go well. You, you didn't think it went well? I'm I'm referring specifically to the pre-order. Oh, yeah. Fiasco. The, the reveals were great, mm. but they were like, hey, it's available for pre-order, but not really, but some retailers said it. Good luck. Someone, <laughs> I saw someone. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it was. It was on Reddit because it was like they posted the news page for it. They were like, "Yeah, I went to sleep, like with no worries about my pre-order, and then I got up and they were sold out." Yeah. So, so what happened was Sony was like, "Yeah, pre-order is available soon," and I don't think they gave a specific date. But then some retailers like Amazon and Walmart, a bunch of places, were like, "Come get them now! Yeah. Come get them!" And then they sold out, and people were like. What the fuck? And some people who had successfully pre-ordered were told that they wouldn't get them on time. They're like, hey, we know you paid for it, and you know the charge is pending, and you placed it, but you might not get it on the date you're supposed to get it. Maybe they, they didn't produce, produce enough PS5s. I just think given. they weren't prepared to like release pre-orders yet. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And then Xbox had a little fun on Twitter. It was like, hey, we'll make sure we have enough, oh, and we'll give no. you a specific time and date for when you can start placing them. That's... <laughs> so... I love the fact that they always throw like a little bit of shade towards one yeah. another. So well, and then there was an article, I can't remember what publication, where one of Sony's executives was like, "Yeah, I don't know why they went with that all digital Xbox thing. Like that's gonna cause them problems down the line." And everyone was like, "Don't isn't there an all digital PS5? Yeah, console. There's already an all digital. Yeah, Xbox I don't. I one, think there's not? something about the hardware. They were like, "Yeah, it won't sustain it. I don't know, but 
they they always they have a bit of fun with it. I it doesn't make sense. It, it should be fine, I imagine. I don't know I why there would be an issue. I'm not buying uh, an, an Xbox, Xbox, so yeah. I'm probably still gonna go with the PS5 I'm, on digital. Yeah, move that because it's falling off the bed. <laughs> uh, next up. Wait, I say next up. We didn't even talk about Miles Morales. We oh, just yeah. skipped right over that. Um, it looks really good. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I like a lot of the combat. There's a shot of him like using his electrocuty powers. Yeah, he's got a bunch of kind of <laughs> air area of effectiveness or AOE attacks for yeah. those in the know. Um, one thing I did not particularly care for is the design of the enemies he was facing you don't like the daft punk villains come on it looked like bad guys from watchdogs legion uh the tinkerer herself looks cool yeah and i like that she has a bunch of gadgets that are reminiscent of spider-man villain gadgets i don't care that they gender swapped the tinkerer that's not my issue it's really more the purple neon Mm -hmm. and like really because in the avengers game that we're playing at the moment it's so much purple neon and yellow yeah. and all these. You just can't br- see oh shit on your screen. Goodness. So, uh, it just seemed like a lot of the outfits for just I guess the henchmen seem really bulky looking. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem for me. I know they had like a bunch of purple cylinders on their uh, shoulders. Yeah. It just looks bad. Yeah. Everything else looks great but, though. Yeah, the gameplay looks good. The, uh, I guess they were showing off some of the ray tracing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, they. <laughs> wow. They're not gonna make the same mistake as the puddle gate. For they did when they did for oh yeah Spider-Man PS4. people were furious about that <laughs> oh man don't make the same mistake twice <laughs> yeah everything looks really sharp um we How, saw some alternative suits as well i i've seen the one i think they're still revealing more as they come yeah I'm there's sh- actually a lot of source material for uh what they could do i wasn't aware of that we discussed this a while ago what they would do for alternate suits we said obviously the into the spider-verse ones Mm -hmm. because like they did the peter parker into the spider-verse yeah one which looks really cool and i'm sure they'll have the kind of regular streamlined suit from that for miles but then also the one with the kind of cargo shorts and hoodie on top of it that would be cool they had um now that i'm thinking about it someone had made a post on instagram and it was like a bunch of different comic book suits he has a lot in the comics there's one where it's like cosmic spider-man which we saw with I think that was actually in the PS4 game already. I think so. It's kind of a whitish blue, and then the like stars. the bottom half of the mask is still Spider-Man-ish, kind yeah. of. It's yeah. got like stars and stuff yeah, on yeah. it. It's really cool looking, but yeah, there's a bunch apparently that they can pull from. Put as many as you can in, and keep it the same way you did last time, where they don't cost a thing. Yeah. Because that was Being really that nice. this is a smaller game, I, think, yeah. I don't think we're going to have that issue. Yeah. And so. I also like that they made... An addition where I think it's the digital deluxe or the ultimate or whatever one of those names where it comes with Spider-Man PS4 as well. Oh yeah, like I a remastered like version of it, eighty bucks or something. I'd buy that. I would buy. Yeah, that's worth it for sure. But uh, following that, did you see anything for Deathloop? I didn't see what was revealed this past week, but I remember the original trailer from mm-hmm. E3 like a year ago it looks really good yeah the art style is reminiscent of like uh borderlands kind of it reminded me of kind of borderlands mixed with bioshock a little bit yeah and very dishonored Mm -hmm. which i think it is arcane the guys who made Dishonored. i think so i could be talking out of my ass but i think it's a bethesda owned ip developed by arcane yeah i think or not who cares but it looks great yeah it's really good um it wasn't, like, too gimmicky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they made it gimmicky, but in their own fun way. Yeah, because... So, the concept is 
Do you play as both the male and female character? I guess so. And they're both trying to kill each other, but every time they die, they just like repeat the thing trying to do. It's like they respawn, but that's a story well, I, element. I think you can play as both characters, and there's like gang members that you have to take out. Like they own like a certain area. I don't know if it's a free mode game or what. I thought they're trying to kill each other. I don't know. I think the they're trailer... trying to kill each other. In the original trailer, they're trying to kill like one another. Oh. I think that's what it is. So I don't know if you choose or you just play as one or I don't that know. That would be nice to know because the trailer didn't really say anything for that. In the trailer, they made it to where like they did a whole segment as the guy and then you killed one of the people and you did a whole segment as the girl and then killed one of the people. Gotcha. But they had like dog mask on. Yeah. It was cool looking but confusing now that I think about it. Interesting. I don't know, but I'm excited for it either way. More brand new ips no see like less sequels like yeah no, we're excited for spider-man and stuff but i get really excited when i see a new ip in gaming and i'm it like it looks Ooh. we're gonna get a lot of death loop i have a feeling i'm so. i'm my body is ready my body is yes. prepared for whatever they lay on me uh resident evil village oh. i know you're excited for oh this my goodness i'm about to buy resident evil 3 on <laughs> steam because it's uh it's on sale right now the remake so i'm gonna grab that uh i didn't even hear that by the way really i because it was really it. loud it sounded like a bell went off in my head yeah I, I didn't hear it in here well that person has ruined the podcast way to go god damn it no it's you fine. want me to give the day and time that we're recording this so they can go nope. back <laughs> uh but yeah it looks really really good uh it reminds me more of uh, what's that game we play? Outlast. Kind of gives me Outlast vibes. Yeah, it's Outlast. I would say more Outlast Two vibes. Yeah, uh, I think this one's gonna be a first person. Yeah, one like Biohazard. Uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard was yeah, which is a great. That was my first Resident Evil game I ever played. Mm. I had known nothing about the franchise prior, and then I went back and I played the two remake when it came out, and then I'm about to play three, and I was like, wow, these are great. Yeah. They're really good survival horror games, so looks good. I wanna I haven't actually played them on when we had Xboxes, I never played them on Xbox, but I think I would be more invested in it on PC given yeah. it looks better, thus making it creepier. I would start with seven. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a easy it'll ease you into it. Because there's some weird elements to it. I mean it's a horror thing, so yeah. that's to be expected, but it being in first person might prepare you a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah. It's they're good. I'm excited. Uh, did you see anything for Pragmata? I have no idea what that is. Pragmata, it's very uh, Death Stranding. It's like a dude in like this really cool-looking astronaut's outfit almost. You're talking about The Martian with Matt Damon? It almost kind of looks like The Martian <laughs> outfit with like a Destiny mask. Oh. And uh, he's like walking in Times Square. It's empty. There's one little girl and like a hologram cat. And like all of a sudden he sees something in the sky and they start floating into the air. It's really, really crazy looking, but it almost looks like he thought he was like the last one alive, and maybe he's trying to find survivors on the planet. Mm. I don't know. Was there any gameplay, or is it just like a? I only saw cinematic. the cinematic. Oh, okay, gotcha. But it was still really, really cool looking, and I'm excited for it. Uh, I put this one on here. You and I probably won't won't even invest any time into this, but I figured for someone someone specific who listens to this podcast would love this. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. It actually the, looks really cool. The long rumored uh Harry Potter game. Yeah. It's been rumored for like two or three years now. Yeah. And they finally 
I I saw I guess maybe the poster for it or something on Twitter, but I didn't watch. Uh, any it actually looks really fun. It it sounds good. I mean, I don't hate Harry Potter. I'm quite a big fan of Harry the Harry Potter films and the books. I read them all, but uh, the what's the what are the new ones? Uh, something about the beasts. They're in the suitcase. Fantastic right? Beasts. That's the ones. And and where to find them? Yeah. They're in the suitcase. Just don't open it. It'll be fine. I, I always uh, mix that up with... What, what's the kids' book we used to read? With the big Oh, monster? Where the Wild Things Are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where the Wild Things Are and Where to Find Them. Yeah. <laughs> where the Harry Potter things are. They're in the suitcase. Just <laughs> leave it alone. Yeah. But the game looks really cool. Uh, I like the R- RPG element put in there. Yeah. it's you. So I assume you just make up a student at Hogwarts and you yeah. like... Okay. You kind of explore. But the whole thing is it looks like it's open world because there were certain areas where like you can go venture into like some of these tomb looking places. Oh, do you know who's developing it? I don't. Okay. Uh, I probably should look into Maybe that. Maybe it's, I assume it's like Warner Brothers Montreal or it something like that. It looks really, really cool. Interesting. It's definitely do a game. Do you know what time period in the Harry Potter universe it's at? Uh, like 1800s. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm it's, well it's, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. That's great. I'm glad that it, it's not like Harry Potter the game. Yeah. I appreciate that it's its own it's well, its own IP. It's removed enough from the two time periods that the movies take place, which yeah. is kind of I think like nineties modern day for the actual Harry Potter movies, and then I think it's early it's like nineteen forties for those Fantastic Beast movies, because it's like an analog for World War Two. Yeah. And there's gay wizard Hitler or something played by Johnny Depp. Grindelwald? Oh yeah, yeah, he is gay wizard Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really derogatory, but he is a wizard, and he's kind of on the side of Hitler. And him and Dumbledore are in a relationship, or supposed to be. They I haven't guess. really delved into that in the movies because I guess they're scared to do that. But just make everyone it that? really loves J.K. Rowling, though. Oh yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before this this topic goes sour. <laughs> We f- rounding all that out, we did finally get a PS5 price. Yes. Uh, so it's four ninety nine for the all digital, and then oh wait, no, no, three ninety nine for the all digital, and then four ninety nine for the. Uh, what are the Xbox prices again? Uh, for the all digital for the Xbox, it's two ninety nine, and then interesting, and then three ninety nine for their actual like full disc console. I'm still gonna stick with the PS5 all digital. Yeah, it it just. That's such a good price point. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't complain about it. I'm, I'm, I, I think that's well worth it. Yeah. I would need to maybe look at what the storage is on that. I don't mm-hmm. remember off the top of my head what it was, but worst case scenario, I spent an extra fifty to seventy five dollars on an external hard drive for another terabyte or two of storage. Yeah, I, especially because we don't play primarily on consoles anymore. So no. we, we only be doing exclusives. Yeah. So which, which to me seems fair enough. Which over the next kind of i guess generation how many exclusives would you say you would get like 10 over the course of a year just this upcoming generation yeah probably about 10 10 yeah 10, 11 yeah and then there. you uninstall and most of those exclusives are single player so yeah there you go i would still go back and get games like ghost of tsushima oh yeah i assume there will be really releases and remasters of but there's some that I still have no interest in that are Sony's, like the Uncharted games. Yeah, I have those no, seem fun. I just I played Tomb Raider, so I'm yeah. kind of covered there. I don't know. No offense to Mr. Nolan North, but Nolan North is great. Yes, he's awesome. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, but but we finally good. got it, and it was good. kind of what everyone was guessing, and 
it's here. I'm just glad it kind of looks like a spaceship. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna stand it up straight or lay it sideways? I think I'm gonna put it behind my TV and stand it up straight. That way, it's not like gotcha present. Yeah. I just don't want I people to see it. I would probably just put it over there. I don't know like if flat. I try and hook it up to my monitor. I'd probably just put it on my TV. Yeah. You'd have to have a pretty long HDMI for or that. Or just move it over there and then have my Xbox over there. Or just like mount it on a shelf. Yeah. There you go. I got to hide <laughs> those wires though. You could mount both of them up on a shelf above your PC setup here and then just have the... It yeah. Be a those pretty tall shelf. Be... Imagine you just knock them both down. <laughs> Not only are you breaking your consoles, you're breaking your monitors and potentially your PC. I really thought <laughs> for... Those, I mean, no one can see it other than me and Travis, but my two monitors are mounted vertically, so, so nice my looking. top mount monitor is almost as tall as I am. I really thought when I was setting it up, it was going to, like, collapse my entire desk. <laughs> I was so scared. It looks good, though. It's a sharp setup. Yeah, I, I, it's helpful for work. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I, I ask you, and I always forget, how do you get that uh, sliding background when, like, it's just, you don't have your desktop open, but it's just idle? Oh, it's just your lock screen settings. You could set it to slideshow, and then mm -hmm. I just have a specific folder of pictures that go with my oh damn okay. wallpaper engine uh, selected animated wallpaper. Nice, a nice plug for wallpaper engine out there. Please get that. It's, it's so a, worth your time. Such and money. a solid three or four dollar investment if yeah. you're into customizing what your desktop looks like. And some I I never really realized this, but some of those have music to them as well. Yeah, I don't like that <laughs> i like i like being able to go to my desktop and then not hear anything that's happening because i'm deaf now yeah because the volume is way too damn loud. oh my god i feel like i have fucking tinnitus because we just listen <laughs> i've got oh, god, I've oh got, no no ah! it's falling i knocked my microphone over it's fine my sense of balance is off because of the tinnitus but we just have headphones in 24 7 these days so yeah. i feel like my ears are just my ears and my eyes are going to be gone by the time i'm 30 yeah if i don't start wearing my blue light blocking glasses that i'm supposed to <laughs> Because I'm a fucking old man. My eyesight hasn't like gotten worse as I've gotten older. And I feel like it's going to happen like all in one week. You're just going to wake up and, <laughs> and I'm just, oh my someone's God. Someone's going to have taken your eyes. They're <laughs> just in a jar. Yes. Uh. Anyways, we're fucking weird. <laughs> Ant-Man 3 adds Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Yes. Wow. That's uh, a pretty big... Because Kang the Conqueror is... That's a villain villain. That's like a Thanos-level... That's an Avengers-level level. threat right there. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> it took me a while to get there, but... Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. I'm surprised Ant-Man 3 is where he'll debut. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be one of those things where, like, they show him, but he's not, like... But, like, yeah. like they showed Thanos in the chair, but that was it. Yeah. Maybe it'll be, like... Or maybe more. it'll be more akin to the first Guardians Thanos-type mm -hmm. deal, where he's kind of the background villain and he's got like two scenes yeah yeah i think but that has also raised the question of the reed richards casting because mm -hmm. a lot of incarnations kang the conqueror is a future either descendant or version of reed richards so people are like will reed richards be african-american and then some people oh. were real mad about that and i was like idris elba okay now you're talking yeah if he can't be bond Making Mr. Fantastic? Is that the next he's logical got the, step? He's got the salt and pepper going he on. He does have the salt and pepper. So, And he's he, he could do a good kind of Reed Richards beard. Yeah. Damn it. I hate this microphone <laughs> I heard stand. that one. That one was Sorry. Really I'm, I'm getting frustrated <laughs> over here. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, I wonder what... Yeah, I, I assume he won't be the main villain. Nah, he's got to be background. Because, yeah. Ant-Man 3, the stuff we've seen on it, 
they're saying to expect like a whole lot of different stuff. They've teased new suits, uh, because every movie yeah. has a new suit. I'm, I was thinking maybe Modok would show up in Ant Man. That seems more of an Ant Man level threat. threat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite Avengers, but speaking of big headed villains, we'll get into that later. Yeah, there are spoilers for uh, a specific thing we'll talk about later. What I was. Ref- what are you referring to? I'm referring to, uh, you know, the game we've been playing a whole oh, lot. Oh, I was referring to Green Lantern. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but because well, damn it, we talked about it last week. Never yeah, mind. you. We My already spoiled it. It's trick. out there. Yeah, it's out. It's, there. A- it's already out there. Uh, but yeah, Jonathan Majors has been in stuff like uh, the last. What is it? The last. The last. I can't talk today. The last Black Man in San Francisco. Is that a film or a television show? It's a movie. Okay. Uh, five. D- Defy Bloods, uh, White Boy Rick. I'm trying to think of like other big films he's been in. Do you have his like IMDb pulled up there? Yeah. Is he in? What's that new one that's based off of? Um, the guy who came up with Cthulhu with the H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country or something? Is that him? Uh, or do we have to cut this? We may have to cut this. <laughs> okay, I nah, can't I'll remember leave it if that's him or not. Yeah, right now, right now I'm seeing Jungle Land, Hostiles, uh, Captive State, Out of Blue, Goalie, Do Not Disturb. He's got he's got some pretty. Uh, this is stuff I want to watch just so I know. Yeah, but yeah, it seems seems pretty. Uh, Let me. Are you see. talking about like a TV show? Yeah, it's an HBO Love, series, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah, it's on here. Oh, is that much. him? Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. I just googled it and he's right on the poster. Okay, oh, my fault. I thought that was him. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I couldn't I remember who all was in that. I didn't have his TV stuff pulled up. That's the one that's like an that's like at the top of my list of HBO series mm-hmm. after I finished rewatching Barry. <laughs> it's that and then Watchmen. What uh what is Lovecraft Country about? I think it's because HP Lovecraft was super racist, I think it's like a satire of his work, but it's also like an adaptation of some kind of cosmic horror. I know I like nothing that. about it, but I watched a trailer and I was like, this looks fucking weird and I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, the cover page here already has me pretty intrigued. I'm going to so. look up kind of a synopsis because Lovecraft Country follows one man's journey across 1950s Jim Crow America. A road trip in search of his missing father turns into a fight to survive racist terrors and Lovecraftian mo- Yep, there you go. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, I do want to take a look at that. I want to look at some of his filmography filmography that's a yeah that's a word am i saying it right yeah you i mean you're familiar with photography correct yeah but i'm bad at it so it doesn't count really all right uh you try and give people a compliment and they yeah that's my opinion yes uh kamala khan front runner geraldine i'm gonna butcher her name (laughs) geraldine viswanathan viswanathan okay weighs in on potentially joining the mcu so who is this person yeah. I'm not making a joke. Genuinely, I don't know uh, I looked at her work last night, and I feel guilty for not keeping that up. Let's see here. Let's play everyone's favorite game of Sean and Travis trying Google things they know nothing about. She was in something. Uh, she was in Miracle Worker. She was in that movie Blockers with uh, Jonathan Cena? Cena. Oh, is she one of the, um, she was in the high school students in that? I would imagine. Gotcha. But yeah, so we may be getting our Kamala Khan pretty soon, and honestly... I mean, she's got the she's got the look for it, so I would like to see. Yeah, she definitely has the look for it. Well, there we go. Yeah, I mean, she's kind of almost a spitting image of the the girl in the games. I, I say that. Yep. Like. Yep. Pretty close. I can see that. 
you put that little domino mask on. Yeah. Yep. We've got it. So yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for that. I think she'll uh, I think she'll fit in well. I'm kind of excited for it after playing her in the game. Yeah, she's super likable in that game, and I really hadn't had any exposure to that character before. So yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I I hope they introduce her through Captain Marvel in some way because I know th- aren't like isn't her origin kind of tied to Captain Marvel in a way? I have no idea. I'm gonna have to look that up. I like I said, I know nothing, but I liked her in the game. So she's. She's an interesting character. Give me, give me that, uh, give me that Disney Plus show. I just want to see the action sequences. Oh, so. speaking of Disney <sighs> Plus, I don't think this is on the dock. But then again, I don't read it, so I couldn't tell you. The Mandalorian season two trailer. That's our next topic. Good segue. Oh, Good segue. Look at that. Did wow, Sean read the dock? It. Not you really. Nailed it. <laughs> Skimmed it. Uh, Mandalorian season two trailer. Yeah, we got our trailer. And ooh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's. I mean, I'm intrigued. I don't feel like we got a whole lot revealed. No, but. Uh, there are some juicy tidbits in there. I think you're about to talk about what I was going to say. Is it the Grace Randolph thing? No. Oh. Well, then you go first. I was going to say people are claiming they saw Boba Fett in the trailer. Oh, maybe. They saw like the rusty part on a on his backpack because it looks like in the trailer there's like someone on top of the Mandalorian while they're riding some sort of vehicle. And like he's wrestling with him and people said they saw like the rusty backpack. Maybe. But that's a... It's a long shot. But as we discussed, my eyesight not is very good. poo-poo. Yes. <laughs> what was your, your Grace Randolph Oh, thing? so Grace Randolph, our friend of the show, uh, <laughs> we li- I like her. I don't hate on her as much as a lot of people on like the me? internet do. No, you're some of the rumors and scoops she claims just sound preposterous. Like the Green Lantern thing. As, uh, that I was like, I'm, okay. What? I just feel like if you're gonna claim to be a news source, let, let, let's keep in mind you and I have never taken our news source type thing very serious. We just had to Google. Oh, people. We're not these, journalists yeah. by any stretch. She, she, she's she, a journalist. But that's exactly I would what say. I'm saying. She goes. She goes by the title journalist, but then she, of course, comes up with these arbitrary. Yeah, but sometimes if she stories. has a source and she trusts them and they give her a piece of information, it turns out to be true. She's just reporting. So yeah. I, I understand that, but some of the headlines, I'm like, really? Like Ryan Reynolds bu- is in the Snyder Cut as Green Lantern? What? The Birds of Prey uh, debacle? See, that one's not as unbelievable as the Green Lantern thing. Like, I could I, see that one being true. I wouldn't put it past DC, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. But then there is the whole argument with the director on Twitter about that. That's so what it's, I'm saying. There, it gets messy. But she claimed that she has heard from, I think, a couple of sources that Pedro Pascal essentially walked away yeah. in the middle of filming because there was some creative disagreements about how often Mando should have his helmet off. And he yeah. wanted more scenes with his helmet off and his face shown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy it. I mean, he doesn't seem like that kind of person. Yeah, he seems because I assume that's a conversation they would have had about the first season. Well, yeah, he didn't have it on that much in the first season, I I guess, because like the whole first season is based off the fact that he's a mysterious person. They finally take his helmet off. He's a Mandalorian. Yeah, that's well, the other thing is in shows like the Clone Wars, you see other Mandalorians like true Mandalorians like him before the fall. And they've got their helmets off like crazy. I mean, yeah. it's totally opposite of Judge Dredd in there. It's <laughs> it's bananas. And I think he the I think he was arguing for more scenes maybe off alone with the child, mm-hmm. which 
there's hints of in the first season whenever they're eating on that kind of really nice farmer's peaceful planet. He's like, you see him take it off, but you don't see him. You know yeah. what I mean? I, like I would that. be fine with stuff like that, but like intimate moments just to kind yeah. of like, I guess, give him some sort of relatability. Yeah. That'd be nice. Then that also ties into an interview John Favreau did with, I think, Entertainment Weekly or something like that, where he was like, yeah, we focus more on some other side characters and it's not as much about Mando. He's kind of still the main focus, but we try and tease other main characters. And Sabine Wren shows up in the series as well, who is another Mandalorian. Yeah. So I think the thinking there is if things fall through with Pedro Pascal, the the title, The Mandalorian, will just mean a different Mandalorian. I don't like that. I'm not a fan. not opposed to it. I just don't know if I buy the whole it's... Pedro Pascal being a bit of a diva it yeah he doesn't seem the type he's he seems like even in a lot of the interviews he seems very humble about the things he does uh wonder woman was one of the things where he's like i'm just happy to be on this project yeah and i just you seem like an easy going guy too yeah like and to me it would seem that maybe and she was like and he was kind of getting gripey about how uncomfortable the suit is he doesn't have to be in the suit if the helmet's on let him go home and vo i mean the other the other thing is, it doesn't look uncomfortable is the whole thing. I know, like, I say that, I'm not wearing it. I'm, I'm sure the saying. helmet sucks, but it looks like he's just kind of in a jumpsuit with some armor on. Yeah, because even, it literally is just a breastplate, maybe some, like, gauntlets. But other than that, there's not, like, a whole lot of armored pieces. I'm sure it's hot. Him. I'm sure it's not fun. I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's not fun, but you... That's what that's what happens. That's yeah. the job of being an actor. But also, just let him go home if he doesn't want to shoot it in the suit. Yeah. Be like, all right, Officer. we'll just have the stuntman fill in and we'll have you VO if, if you're going to be like that. But I don't know. But it, I, the trailer has me excited. It looks like they go to the planet Ilum. Mm-hmm. Those who are not the know. Planet. Yes. The planet where Jedi uh, find the, their kyber crystals to build their lightsabers. And Ooh. being that we had the dark saber at the end of the first season, I'm sure those kind of tie in yes. somewhere. Did together. you ever finish uh, Fallen Order? Yeah. You, that's the the planet where you build your yeah. duel. Yeah, so it's, it's you know. really really cool. Yeah, it's that. Oh, so good. That game. It also gives you a good introduction into the lore. Yeah, it delves deep into like Jedi mythology, and mm-hmm. so maybe he's in there search of because he gets a vague explanation of what Jedi are because he's not really familiar with them. Yeah, which is why I think this show is a good intro to people who haven't watched Star Wars before. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Because he's being introduced to Jedi as the watcher, yeah, or the viewer, and is. I've, I know someone who their mom had never seen anything Star Wars in their life, and was like, "That eh, seems stupid." Watched the whole show in a day, and was yeah. like, "This is great. This yeah. is really fun." The old West theme really, yeah. Helps. So it's, it's a good filter. Uh, I was gonna say something. If you're for some reason not a fan of Star Wars, give the Mandalorian a try. I would say if by Episode Four. You're not into it. Episode three is just right. Yeah, yeah. Then, the fact that you and I have that memorized in our head. That oh, we know episode well, the other thing is, is it's easiest. so digestible because the episodes, like forty-five minutes, is the longest one. They're yeah, usually like 35, 45 minutes. So you can really knock it out in a day if you wanted. What would you do if this would be crazy? And I know it's not going to happen, but I still think it would be cool. He's on Ilum, and like he just so happens to run into Cal, and like it's played by Cameron Mumble Gum. You know. I don't know how to say his Well, last name. that wouldn't work because of the timeline. Because this is set after the fall of the Empire. Oh, damn and it. Jedi Order, or Fallen Order, is like right at the rise of the Empire. So nice try, idiot. Mm. All right. 
Moving on. But an older cow, played by Cameron Monaghan or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yes. Just, I would like to see him tired. come back. I would love to see him in the TV I know they're show. doing a sequel, but put him in other stuff. Yeah. Live sure. action. I'd He's like a real him. Kyle Katarn. Oh, Kyle. Who? Yes. <laughs> it was a video game that had live action cutscenes. Oh, I didn't know Star that. Wars. That's yeah. That's kind of so. cool. Suck it. Sean just flipped me yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting real aggressive about Star Wars because I'm a white start, male and this is the internet. I'll so, start eating chocolate again. I don't care. Please don't. No. <laughs> no, no, please. We have some She-Hulk news. Hooray! Yeah, she is Hulk. Okay. Is that it? Or was there... Yeah, that's... No. <laughs> that's, the, that, uh, that's the show, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Plays the outro music. <laughs> I did that last time. I know. I listened. That's, is that your new go-to joke? Yeah. <laughs> you fake in the show? <laughs> Uh, Tatiana Maslani, Maslani. I always I don't know. I'm shaking my head like I know how to pronounce it. <laughs> you're wrong. I don't know who you're talking about, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tatiana Maslani uh, in the lead role of Jennifer Walters. What so, else has she been in? Uh, Orphan Black, Perry Mason, Stronger, Woman in Gold, The Vow, Destroyer, Three Below, Cass and Dylan, The Other Half, Pink Wall, Two Lovers and a Bear. Uh, the nativity. I'm sorry, what was that last one? You heard me right. Two lovers and a bear. Is that a Disney animated film of some kind? It's a 2016 film. And the here's the. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please read me the synopsis for that? Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> uh, two lovers and a bear. I don't see the. Oh, here it is. In a small town near the North Pole, two burning souls come together to find inner peace. You're the only two souls there. Anyways. Yeah, that just kind of seems like convenience sake at that point. Yeah. You mean there's a bear trying to kill one of you and now you have to... I would watch that. <laughs> that would be really cool. Uh, Defender. <laughs> she has a lot of... Are those all TV credits or some of those films? or Movies and TV shows. Okay, gotcha. Uh, let me see if she has any awards. Yeah, she actually has a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in Orphan Black. Well, so, there you go. So she Sounds like a pretty... I'm not familiar with her work, but sounds like a pretty good get. Yeah. Uh, definitely looks the part. I'm excited to see how, how they hook her up. Gets. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was like, she Hulk. Is, I mean, like actual regular original recipe Hulk is just far too big for any human to be. Yeah, I mean, she's considerably smaller than Hulk because she's not. She wasn't directly exposed to the radiation like Bruce Banner was, and it's a blood transfusion, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is what gives her the power. So, I wonder how they'll do that. If it'll be a suit of some kind, or a CGI, or a, maybe they'll just work her out and be like, "Yeah, she's like," and they'll give her like lifts or something. I don't know. I think I feel like they would go with lifts. Also, I bet you they're just gonna bulk her up really hard maybe. and just let her be that way. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. I'm I'm interested to see because isn't she Hulk? Like I say, she Hulk. <laughs> Isn't she like her version of Hulk all the time instead of I just? I think so. I think it's like a Beast Boy, Miss Martian situation. Mm-hmm. So, I believe that's the case. Yeah. Then I would imagine they just bulk her up and just you know Gamora her up. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, Harley Quinn renewed for season three at HBO Max. Hooray! As DC Universe transitions out of being a streaming service. Did we call it or did we call it? <laughs> I'm sad we called it. <laughs> It had so much potential, and there was just no... I know. It just uh, didn't seem sustained. I appreciate the comics aspect of it. Yeah, Um, it was super cool, but now I'm not going to be able to read those comics. Maybe, I don't know. But I'm glad those shows are continuing. 
hope not too many people lost their jobs over this. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. But maybe we'll get better shows out of it. Yeah. So maybe Swamp Thing will come back. Yeah. Also, just yeah. don't touch Harley Quinn. Just let them keep doing what they're doing. Fuck with Titans if you want. Leave Doom Patrol alone because I hear it's great. Yeah. So just maybe fix Titans. I'm uh, I'm excited for season three. Yes. Haven't watched season two yet. It's good. I don't. I haven't. Is did you watch the whole thing on YouTube? Yeah. I haven't watched the whole. I think it might have been two. taken down though. Damn it. Yeah. I'll I'll pirate it somewhere. There I mean, go. I'll get it legally somewhere. <laughs> good save. <laughs> allegedly. Alle- allegedly, I'll get it legally somewhere. <laughs> uh, that kind of that kind of rounds us out for the oh, news. God. Yeah, that was, was a lot. There was more news to save us from this next conversation. You mean Green Lantern, the so, rise of bad CG suits this week, and terrible villains? Our main topic, because I thought it would be a good idea to talk about a terrible comic book movie, is Green Lantern, <laughs> the 2011 classic. I'm looking, I'm looking online just to see like what are some of the top voted tags. Are you ready? Yep. It's fun, corny, bad acting, boring action-packed, awkward, epic, imaginative, forgettable, and cringeworthy. <laughs> that is a mixed bag if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> Good golly. Oh, my God. Let's start with... <laughs> it was so what? disappointing because last night I watched Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. One of, if not my favorite movies. Amazing. <laughs> and then we decided on Green Lantern. And I went and watched as much Green Lantern as I could. And then I watched an hour and a half behind the scenes making of the movie. And what and is I your... wanted to uh, stick my head <laughs> in a grease fire, you know, just fully submerged, not come back out until I look like the villain of Green Lantern. It's <laughs> I can't I can't begin to like think of something to say about this movie. Because I don't like to come into these things just immediately shitting on it, even though that's exactly what we do. I kind of like to slowly slide it to it. Let's do the compliment sandwich. So we'll do compliment, everything shitty in the middle, and then a compliment on the bottom. We'll discuss things. We'll say say something uh, really negative about it. Compliment, and then negativity again. Okay. So compliment sandwich. Okay. Let's start with the plot. What's the plot of the movie, Travis? The plot of the movie is he gets the the ring bestowed upon him. Correct. And then, uh, <laughs> what's next? Uh, what happens next? Uh, you know, you can't then, tell me, can you? And then he gets recruited by uh, the Green Lanterns, and he trains. Okay. And that's like half the movie, unfortunately. Right. And then all of a sudden, the scientist dude gets a big head. Uh huh. And he tries to kill the world. Yeah. And then Green Lantern's like, "No, you're not." And then. That's the movie. Is that pretty on par? You are 100% correct. You just want a trip to the grease fire I mentioned earlier. Let's go. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So it opens with kind of a explaining of what the Green Lantern Corps is. Yeah. And they're like, we're intergalactic peacekeepers. You know, each sector has a lantern and there's a bunch of sectors and correct and there's all these alien races and and then we're introduced to our hero Hal Jordan played by Ryan Reynolds and the more I looked into this movie the more I realized they wanted this to be their Iron Man Uh oh 
because I you, think it was supposed to kind of start the DC Cinematic Universe. And I think they wanted a character that was similar, that was kind of cocky and an asshole and could fly and was like involved with like the military and weapons. And the thing about Tony Stark is he starts off as an asshole. And by the end of the first movie, he's learned a lesson. Yeah. He's still kind of snarky, but he's changed and he's responsible and he grows. There's some development there. Ryan Reynolds is just kind of a dick the whole movie and doesn't really <laughs> learn a lesson. He, he seems almost too angry. He, like there, I remember the whole sequence of him being trained by uh, Sinestro. Is that his name in the movie by then? Sinestro? Yeah, Sinestro is his name, which yeah. really gives it away, by the yeah. way. Big, big spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember like him being trained and him getting really frustrated with Sinestro. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Let's go blast this big-headed fucker. Yeah. That's kind of the whole movie. That's the other thing about the plot. There's really just a big disconnect between the quote-unquote villains and Hal Jordan. Hector Hammond, he doesn't like Hal Jordan, but that's not really his main drive for most of the movie. Well, again, I I remember watching this movie, and it almost, almost the entirety of the movie, except for the beginning, he has no interaction with Hal Jordan. Yeah, a lot of it takes place in like this isolated laboratory that he's in, and I don't know if that was for budgetary reasons. Do you do you remember what the budget is for this movie? I do. Do you know? No, that's why. Oh I, no, you, you I watched the documentary. I, I watched did nothing. Well, <laughs> so the thing about the documentary I watched is they're talking about like most of it is spent uh, like talking about the CG and the techniques used to make the worlds and the suit. Yeah, and look, obviously a lot of really talented people put a lot of work into this. It just doesn't. It just doesn't look good. Well, a, a a big thing was, and I remember seeing some behind the scenes stuff of the suit and the the flight that they had for him, like when he's flying, how that looks. The whole thing looks very uncomfortable. He didn't seem comfortable behind the scenes when he's trying to get himself prepared to do something in the Green Lantern suit. He never got to put on a real suit, and I know in interviews he said like it's horseshit. I never get to put on a real suit. Yeah. So, so they. We'll get back to the plot later because yeah. it's terrible and forgettable. They, There's all this beautiful, really well-done concept art, and they're talking about all these amazing techniques and technology they're going to use to bring these worlds in the suit to life, and they're like, we got to totally reinvent the superhero suit because it's it's too fantastical to exist in real life, and you know the, the, the power of this character, it's got to be represented on screen, and just a bulky leather suit isn't going to do it. Yeah. Here's the thing. 2011's CG technology was really not equipped to handle this. No. And I think a big problem with that is there is literally zero real elements to most of the sets and the suit. Yeah. The suit is just the gray motion capture suit with the dots. And the set is just a giant blue volume. There's nothing in there for reference, no, like, yeah. lighting recreation, no, like... As I, an actor, that's got to be hard. Oh, it looked awful. There's seen, well, And that's the other thing, too. There is real stuff in terms of prosthetics. The yeah. prosthetics in this movie look great. Abinser, played by uh, the guy who plays Boba Fett, actually, Tamuera oh. Morrison. I didn't know that. I assumed it was Kelsey Grammer. I don't know why. Um, and then Sinestro's head, Mark Strong's prosthetics. Look amazing. Yeah. And I would argue even Sinestro's Green Lantern suit looks a bit better than the Hal Jordan Green Lantern suit. But 
they just spend so much time talking about oh, bringing this character to life. Such a huge responsibility. We've got to do it justice, and you know we're using the most cutting edge technology. Looks terrible. Yeah, utterly. The design itself, I think, is bad. The execution's bad. Hear me out on this, okay? And obviously, this would have aged better had they done it in this movie. Because do you remember the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Do you remember that at all? Yes. Do you remember her suit? How it's got like the little cracks in it, and then it's got like some lava actually flowing through. I would like to see something like that, and almost like it almost kind of looks like ancient armor. And it kind of looks heavy on the shoulder pads and stuff, but like the way it connects is with like yeah, green light. That's what I'm saying. As opposed to the enhance something in the real world with CG. That's always yeah. going to give you the best result. Is yeah. if you have a model or some kind of realistic element there on set, and then you just kind of give it touch-ups with CG. That's yeah. always going to give you the best looking end result. Mm -hmm. And they just said, nope, it's all digital. Yeah, I think that was also set in a time where, like, everyone felt like CG was going to be the next thing, and you could just CG anything. It looks realistic if you just CG it. And I think over time, there was an understanding that, oh, yeah, okay, you do it too much, it's too obvious. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and, and I'll say this, a lot of the Star Wars, especially the most recent ones, do a really good job of mixing CG and... yeah practical effects that, and that's another thing is there's behind the scenes where they they have like a uh blake lively's character and hal jordan are they're in like a mock dog fight because they're test pilots or whatever and they have a kind of cockpit rig on the set to kind of maneuver them around to like copy what is going to be done in cgi as kind of reference yeah. It seems like they've just CGI'd over the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't put any work into that rig, and so they just papered over it, and it looks terrible. That yeah. also looks terrible. And the the planet Oa that they're training on, yeah, it looks that, like an empty space. That was my biggest complaint for this movie. Again, I remember that area so prominently because I, I, that was one of the things I had the biggest complaint about. The whole thing looks empty. They're on, like, one sliver of land and they do like maybe two or three like green lantern projections and then after that you don't really see much of i feel like they didn't delve enough into the i say culture of green lantern or like the philosophy what the lanterns stand for i feel like you should have explored the world of the oa and then maybe introduced sinestro first does that make sense? Yes, that is a good point. I think the main villain just should have been Sinestro. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole movie should have been building up a camaraderie between Hal Jordan and Sinestro. Make it training day in space. Yeah, I like that. With I like that idea. Denzel Washington as Sinestro. They not, had, there was elements of that. Yeah, he's he, but he's not in it enough to like propel that forward. So by the time, spoiler alert, at the end when he turns evil and he gets the yellow ring and puts it on, I'm like, Cool. Can't wait to never see that movie because this was so terrible. Yeah. Like, ah. And the, whole ah. Thing, the thing that bothered me the most was they, they literally laid the groundwork for it. They, yeah. Because when he, again, when he gets frustrated with him and he sees that Hal Jordan is not making progress, there should be something that clicks in his head where he's like, if he's not making progress, there's no hope. Yeah. And there's no, there's, there's no idea for us to be able to be a functioning what's unit. Like, like, yeah, functioning unit. Yeah. And I think that should have triggered his flip over to, obviously, the Yellow Lanterns. Yeah. And then from there, maybe 
introduce him as the villain and, and like it, it could have been really good because he could have been like really minor in this one and the second one shows up with the entire green lantern core now you're developing a universe you're developing multiple characters speaking and that's of, the iron man speaking of developing a universe and some parallels between iron man amanda waller is in this movie played by um what yeah did you not remember that no <laughs> let's see I, here I, I remember like a good amount Let's see who was cast as Amanda Waller. I believe, yep, it was uh, Angela Bassett from Black Panther, Black Panther's mother. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name in the film. She was Amanda Waller. Yes. So that, to me, just proves that they were attempting to kind of expand. I think she was kind of meant to be their Nick Fury and was like, hey, I run an organization in this fictional universe, mm-hmm. I'm their like person because I think she runs Cadmus in this, yeah, which is the kind of technological cloning enterprise in the DC universe. So yeah. I think that was also an attempt to piggyback off Iron Man and Nick Fury mm-hmm. and set up future films. I can't remember if she's killed or not. She's thrown across a room. I think she survives. Needless to say, she provides nothing to this plot. She's just yeah. like, hey, Hector Hammond. You want to uh, you want to come look at this alien over here? I feel like with Nick Fury, his in them inserting him at the very end of the first Iron Man movie served a purpose. Yeah, she was put in there as like, you guys get it? Yeah, y'all, y'all see her? She, yeah, I, like her <laughs> being it. Amanda Waller. Her name could have been been anything. Yeah, she serves no function in the story. And I th- I think that kind of does a disservice to the character in general. Yeah. Especially being how present she is in the comics. Oh, Amanda Waller is like one of my favorite characters in the Justice League cartoon because she she like doesn't trust the League. Yeah. And is formidable and smart. And she's kind of that in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Not really. Even then in Suicide Squad, she was still like a... She wasn't like a main character, but she she served as a really good filter for these other characters, yeah. and she did a really good job of making sure that like she kept them in line. Yeah, and that's hard to do when it's those characters. But in this, utterly useless. Yeah, but uh, let's compliment time. Some okay. good things. Uh, it's a fun movie. Okay, arguably. I meant things that were true, but go on. <laughs> I think it's kind of a fun. movie. It's kind of fun. I, I like the, uh, although the CG is not perfect, I, I do think some of the animations we got with him using, like, the machine guns. <laughs> yeah, so some of the constructs look okay. They're mostly guns, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're mostly just big the, guns. the extent of his knowledge is guns, and that's Yeah, it. he makes he makes a, a toy race car ramp at one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, then he, I'm trying so hard to compliment this movie. He makes um, just mostly big guns is what it is. There, there is some planes. Ah, man, I feel bad because I'm about to just say mean things. I want to give it a good thing. Okay, I, I feel here's like... some things I think are good. Okay. Uh, Kilowog and Tomare. That They look good. Yes. They looked really good I in think this movie. When they're not up close, they look great. Mm-hmm. Kilowog voiced by... The late Michael Clark Duncan, amazing casting, perfect. Yeah, good design, looks pretty realistic for the time. Well done. And we said this, Sinestro looked really good too. Yeah, to- by... Tomare, the kind of fish, uh, duck, chicken yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. looks great. Mm-hmm. I think whenever they they talk about how 
how much design went into some of the other lanterns, the background characters that don't really have any screen time, but they they show all these different animations they made for all of them and all this like like all this work went into that. I think a lot of the background stuff looked really good in terms of characters. The actual backgrounds, on the other hand, quite terrible. Yeah, I, I just feel like almost now that you say it, it seems like more work was put into the background stuff than there was put into the forefront. The main Speaking cast? of background characters and side characters, um, Taika Waititi is in this film. As his, as uh, Hal Jordan's just kind of best friend. What's up? My name is uh, Korg. My name is what's whatever up? my name. He doesn't uh, even have. He has an American accent in this film. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he's like he like bursts out and like puts a suit on the guy's like whoa, that's Taika Waititi. I forget that. <laughs> I entirely forgot that. <laughs> and I think. Keep in mind, Sean watched an hour and a half of stuff for this. I remember what I remember. <laughs> I I've oh, watched no. it fairly you recently. You came out much a... cleaner because now I'm scarred forever. <laughs> you, there's just like an hour and a half of your life you're never going to get back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. I'm good. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> uh, I wish there was more focus on him being a pilot. It's, yeah. It's getting, touched on. Getting back to his character... They try to make him out like this really irresponsible kind of rogue douche, but he's kind of just late to work and is bad at buying people presents. He goes to give his nephew or something a present, and it's like wrapped in newspaper, and he did it on the way. He's just kind of like bad at time management. Yeah. He's not really... Here's the thing. Do you know what happened? They didn't let Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in this movie. They should have cast Ryan Reynolds as The Flash before Green Lantern. I agree. I agree with that sentiment. Because... Think about it this way. You take Deadpool, you take even Free Guy for that matter, which is a movie that has not yet seen the light of day. Is that the one that's like a video game? Like GTA? Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. I'm excited wow. to see it whenever that movie comes out, if it ever does. <laughs> but it's Ryan Reynolds, and it seems like he just settles himself really well into these characters and just kind of does his own thing with it. Yeah. I feel like they didn't give him that opportunity, and they were very hell-bent on this whole... Again, you said they're very focused on this image they have set out for themselves. And when you do that, you tend to put a lot of pressure on the actor who... Just let him play off of what he already does well. Just write him some better stuff. Yeah, write him some better stuff. I, I feel like if he had done it... Because take Ryan Reynolds now and make a Green Lantern movie so handsome. and let him do his own thing with it. Did you see that picture of he his arms, the, the, his like bicep the other day that was like, oh, look at that bicep. You took you a picture it? of his bicep? No, it was like Blake Lively's birthday or something. He was holding a cake, and there was like a, not a paparazzi photo, but someone shared a photo on Instagram or something, and everyone's like, wow, look at that bite. Very handsome. <laughs> Very handsome. That's like the most important piece of news, I think, this week. Yeah. We could just, just cut all the other stuff and put that right up at the top. have a five-minute podcast yeah. about his uh, Yeah, today's bicep. episode is sponsored by one of Ryan Reynolds' biceps. Do you, I'm going to tweet at him again. Oh, do you think he... Oh, we'll have Mint Mobile sponsor the podcast. Ooh, his, his could mobile. you imagine if we had Mint Mobile sponsor have the podcast? Have you been seeing the ads he's doing for those? Yes. <laughs> he got like Rick Moranis back and everything. <laughs> there was one where like he uh, he was out in like a field somewhere. Yeah, have it's those. He just have a bunch of people come in for those. Who Whose ancestor was it? It was someone's ancestor and... and she, Oh, Paul Revere. Paul Revere. Yeah. It was Paul Revere. And he was like, maybe we could get you on a horse. She's like, I'm not getting on a horse, I'm Ryan, Ryan. I'm not getting on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But that speaks to how like charming Ryan Reynolds is. Yeah. He just needed better writing. Yeah. Because I think he can pull off a Tony Stark-esque character, but Tony Stark is likable because he tries to redeem himself. Yeah. And he is this kind of piece of shit guy. 
Yeah. And then he gets better. Whereas Hal Jordan isn't really that terrible of a person. He's yeah. just kind of bad at being on time to things and is kind of justifiably scared of things that are scary. Yeah. Because the whole thing is he shouldn't be afraid. But, like, you look at this stuff, it's like, no, there should be some fear there because yeah. that's really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just not a well-written character. It's kind of unfortunate because I think there was a lot of potential for this movie. I want to see an armored up Hal Jordan. Yes. I, that's all I want. I want to see, and we've been getting teases for it for years, that they're going to do a Green Lantern Corps movie. Or like a show or something. Yeah, on HBO Max or something like that. And yeah. it's going to be, think, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, mm-hmm. maybe Kyle Rayner kind of team-up film. Yeah. Where Hal Jordan has to put together a crew of some kind to defend that sector. Something like that. Mm. And look. The Spank of the Guardians movie. I have a feeling. I look, I think J.J. Abrams would be a good choice for that one as well. Mm-hmm. He's well-versed in space films, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I This this was a roller coaster for me to mm-hmm. watch again. And then the the documentary. I'm <sighs> Where did you watch the doc? Was it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Okay. It's like an hour and 24 minutes. I didn't watch. I watched most of it, but I couldn't stomach the last like 20 minutes. It was bad. <laughs> did you want to talk about the villain a little bit? We, we have talked about how big his head is. This is probably by far the worst part of the film because it's not played out in any specific way. It's just put in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, they, they, they show him. They're like, that guy kind of weird right yeah it feels like he could <laughs> it, all of the scenes with hector hammond played by peter skarsgård who is in uh the batman yeah um it looks like those are from a different movie kind of yeah they don't really shot, mesh it, it almost seems like it was shot because they're not they don't have much screen time together they have Him like two or three scenes together yeah and then there's of course the big cloud poop monster yeah parallax clouds are not villains take a page out of fucking fantastic fours <laughs> rise the silver surfer yeah, oh, man. And then, but you look at the concept art in that documentary, and they're like, oh, "We tried to make it kind of this, the husks of all the people and worlds he's destroyed, and all this." And it looks really interesting and really cool. Looks nothing like what was on screen. Yeah, he's just a big fart cloud. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. That's him showing up in the movie. That almost sounded like, uh, like feedback in the mic. You got to really commit to the whole. <laughs> yeah, that. I can't do it. Most cartoony fart ever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and then I'm done judging your fart noises. Thank you. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like the actors got really shortchanged in this movie. Who directed this film? Couldn't tell you. He no. was in the documentary. I forgot his name. And, and that's not, the, again, you and I stand by Ryan Reynolds in every aspect of the word. Eh. Yes. Yeah. I, Unwavering. I, there, there's a movie, I forget what it's called. Uh,. He plays this dude that was like really fat and kind of a nerd in high school. Is it? And then he he like gets older and he becomes like a rich executive and it, it's like a early two thousands movie. Is it Shallow Hal? No, that, that's with the uh, Jack oh, that, Black. That's Jack Black. <laughs> you want to do a Shallow Hal podcast? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, the Shallow Hal cast. <laughs> Absolutely, but I just <sighs> let me see. While I'm looking for this, go ahead and give some final comments. <sighs> This movie, the landscape of like movies at the time was so bizarre because 
this came out in between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, like <laughs> it's just so jarring. And then Man of Steel had already been announced and was on the way. Like wow, they were like, "Yep, um, Man of Steel was like Lois Lane had just been cast." I watched an old like Beyond the Trailer news video with Grace Randolph, and it was mm-hmm. like, "In to cover up the stink of Green Lantern recently, they uh, announced Lois Lane casting with Amy Adams in the role." We should we should do one over the entirety of the Man of Steel movie. I think. I think that movie is shit on more than its fair share. That movie, it's serviceable. Is mostly okay. It's mostly okay. I liked a lot of the visuals. Yeah, and maybe I liked that's a lot of the Krypton like stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. And then there was rumors of the Justice League film at the time. Yeah, and it was like, is this the launching board for that? Because my God what it's crazy how early on you could tell like they still didn't have their shit together they were just like get it out get it out there well because nolan's trilogy is ending and that was kind of the end all be all of superhero movies at the time because the mcu had started thor and captain america were coming out 2011 so it Mm -hmm. was like okay it's about to pick up with avengers releasing in a year yeah so it, it if this had been done really well it would be very different today where oh, yeah. Marvel and DC stand. They would be probably neck and neck. If this had really landed as their Iron Man, it would be a very different story, but it's yeah. just not good. The movie I was referencing, by the way, is called Just Friends. This movie came out in 2005. Holds up. Oh, yeah, it, does it? Uh, it's so oh, is it a tour de force, Travis? I'll, I'll say Give this. Give me a piece of chocolate. The cu- Give me a piece of chocolate. chocolate? You want a piece of chocolate? Yes. Do you want uh Just give me a Hershey's. Well, they're all, they're all Hershey's. Which one? A milk is... chocolate. Here, hold on. I'm trying to... Travis, my <laughs> hypoglycemia is acting up. Give me a piece of... Fu- yes, that one. <laughs> God damn it. How long have you been waiting? How like 45 minutes. You didn't even offer me one. No, I didn't I invite you into my home <laughs> to talk about this shit film, and you don't even offer me a single piece of chocolate out of this giant bag you brought. It's like small ass. It's a bag. pretty small bag, <laughs> but still, there's enough to. Hey, if you didn't bring enough for the whole class, you can't have any. Okay. Because this is for some reason communist propaganda. You have to chew into the mic. It's the rule. I will not. I will not do that. I will lean away. If I'm polite. <laughs> he just throws his trash at me. <laughs> You're leaning so far back. You're gonna I'm find that to... that's more intensive to chew than you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not cutting this. This is all staying. Okay, in. fine. I, I want ate this. it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> We're all still here. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't have anything left to say. It's a terrible, yeah. terrible film. Ryan Reynolds With, got fucked. Oh, I, I I appreciate that he's aware of it though. It's yeah. kind of like George Clooney and Batman and Robin. He mm-hmm. makes a meme out of it. We we wouldn't have that great scene at the end of Deadpool two if not for this. Yeah. So. Also, there is another good thing that came from this. Him and Blake Lively got together. Yeah, him and her name, whatever her name is. Carol. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Ferris. C- Carol. Fer- in the movie, her name is Carol Ferris. Yes. No, I'm just saying, like, whatever her name is. We're talking about Ryan Reynolds. He, <laughs> met, he met his wife. In the spirit of Ryan Reynolds, it's all about him. You I agree. I, mean? I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the nah, thing Blake is, people great. aren't terrible in this. Like, she's fine. Mark Strong is really good as Sinestro. Mark Strong is good at everything. Yeah. So he he is doing as fault. many comic book movies as he can. Yeah. He's rivaling Chris Evans for the amount of comic book roles he's played. 
That is true. They're almost He's neck and neck, I think. I think Chris Evans has him by like two or three, I think. Mark Strong's got some years on him. That's true. And Chris Evans. Oh, Chris, did you see Chris Evans' nude photo that leaked? No. Nude photo? Yeah, he he accidentally posted a dick pic to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it That's is so America's funny. cock. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Star-spangled penis. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, now that the, we're When they say the rocket's red glare... That's what they mean. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't need that visual. Yeah. Well, I didn't need to watch Green Lantern again, but here we are. <laughs> you didn't need that hour and a half visual. God, fucking damn it. Oh, I want to move on from Green Lantern. Ugh, please. <laughs> uh, suggested I jest. Do you have anything you're watching, want to watch, or um, are interested in? Rewatched Blade Runner 2049. It's amazing. Three-hour fucking movie. Great. Three-hour movie, nonetheless. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's a bit of a slow burn, but... The fact that it's a genuine mystery, yeah, and it's like this really amazing world, and the special effects are just they're they're chef's kiss, if I do say so myself. Yeah, they're it's amazing. Ryan Gosling is incredible. Jared Leto <laughs> is in it. Yeah, Jared Leto's in it. Uh, Harrison Ford does a great job. Um, but yeah, I won't I won't get into story spoilers or anything like that because I don't want to. It came out like two years ago. It came out twenty seventeen. It yeah. came out three years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Made absolutely no money, but um, it's a great movie, it's nonetheless. Great. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that director's thing is he's directing the new Dune mi- uh, movie. I Have you seen what people are saying about that? I heard it was someone said it was going to be the next Star Wars, and I was like, mm. that's a bold claim. There's a lot of people saying this looks way too Hollywood, like almost too much production packed into it. I mean, I I've never had any interest in Dune. I know so nothing about covered here. I've yeah, seen like it. ten minutes of the David Lynch one from the eighties. Yeah, um, but he makes great films that no one watches. It looks very very interesting, and in the event that nothing else is in theaters by the time this is in theaters, which there will be, because Wonder Woman's probably going to release around the time Dune does. I think they bumped it to Christmas. Yeah, Wonder so. Woman's coming out Christmas. So. Yeah, and Dune, they said they're moving the release date for that yeah. too. Well. So. I'm probably going to go see Wonder Woman over this. Ooh, if I had to pick, I don't know. I might see Dune over Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Dune looks interesting enough, and I like the cast of people, especially uh, Timothy Charmelet. <laughs> say Charmelet? Charmin Char- 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 Ultra? Yes. Timothy Charmin Ultra. Paper. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason Momoa, and Oscar Isaac, and Josh yeah. Brolin. The cast and is great. Zendaya. Oh, my God. The cast is really I, They smart. were like, okay, we have to get... A cast that at least, like, every person on the planet likes at least one member of the cast to get them in. Yeah. I think they sold me on Zendaya, to be quite honest. Yeah. I just like her. Uh, have you seen that scene of her in Euphoria? I've not watched Euphoria at all. I haven't watched it, but apparently people are like, she needs an Oscar or, like, some, some award for this. It's, like, where she's fighting with her mom and, like, she breaks a picture and she's yelling and, like, her mom, like, pins her to the ground. It, it looks, honestly, like, let's just say I've seen households that have people in them like that ah yeah so it that makes it, so it's, it's some, she sold it some she, good acting some really really good acting well there you go one could say that she acts well put that on the box yeah <laughs> zendaya she acts well <laughs> i just liked her better on shake it up it's whatever uh the disney show <laughs> oh, i was like what is that uh anyways so what else are you digesting um been watching a little bit of Brooklyn Nine Nine. How are you liking it? It's, it's great. Fun. 
It's great. Don't it's, don't, don't it's say fine. it's fine. It's I like good. it. Andy Samberg sells it. Uh, Captain Holt's my favorite character. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, like his deadpan delivery of everything. Yeah. So and he's just it's kind of that's an aspect of his character that just doesn't go away. Yeah. And I like him and uh, what's his husband Kevin. Yeah. Him and Kevin's relationship. A lot of the people, I say a lot of the people, the guy who plays Kevin is in The Good Place. I suggest you watch Good Place. I think you'd like is it. Is that with Kristen Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Bell. Uh, Ted Danson. Ted Dan- Yeah, Ted Danson. Yeah. He's, Ted Danson is great. Yeah. But I can't tell you He's anything. in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm a lot. Not a uh, lot, but no. quite a bit. So. <laughs> he's really funny. Yeah. I really like he's Ted hilarious. Danson. Uh, More like Ted Handsome. Oh, got him. Because oh, the, the handsome... Because yes, he's, he's, he's quite handsome. nice to look at for yeah. an elderly gentleman. I like that joke. Thank you. So <laughs> put it on the box. <laughs> what are we? Uh, Worthless. Devil All the Time is, is something that I have watched. Oh, you told me I had homework and I didn't watch either of the things you told me. You didn't watch Tenet either. Damn it. Nope. Damn it. We're gonna what are you going to do about it? I want to review it. What are you going to do I about it? I want it to be a main topic. What are you going to do about it? I'll pay you to go watch it. Okay, how much? I'll pay for your ticket. You ticket. Not your ticket, you ticket. No. Okay. Anyways, Double All the Time was really good. Uh, it's based off of a book written by, not Jackson Pollock, but this guy's last name is Pollock. Uh, I'm going to read the book now because the movie was really, really good. The plot seems very aimless, but I think that's kind of the intention, especially after I looked it up on Reddit. That's almost exactly how the book goes. What is it about? It's about two generations of people in this family. And it's kind of a long plot. It's a long-ass movie. It's two hours and 20 minutes. Holy shit. Uh, it's about this guy. Done, so in World War II, he ends up having to like shoot one of his fellow soldiers that were like pinned to a cross in the middle of the battlefield. He has to kill him and put him out of his misery. Oh, okay. And so he suffers PTSD and stuff. Obviously, in, after World War II, they didn't diagnose it like they have now. So he just kind of seems like this empty shell of a man course he finds a wife he falls in love has a kid is this robert pattinson's character no this is uh skarsgård bill bill scars is it bill skarsgård who plays pennywise the clown yes yeah uh he he plays the dad in this movie and his wife gets cancer and so he's he starts trying to invest yeah it, this is this wild. sounds like a total bummer of a film it, oh it really is but that's the whole thing it's like a dreadful film uh so eventually he finds God again and he like puts a cross in their backyard and he starts driving himself crazy praying to God and like getting pissed at his kid for not like praying hard enough to get rid of the cancer that his mom and his wife has. Oh. And they he shoots the dog and puts the dog up on the cross as a oh. sacrifice. It gets really creepy. Then uh over time then then he, after the wife dies he kills himself. Yeah, it's super big bummer. Kills himself. And then the timeline starts with Arvin, which is the uh, is like the World War II vet. His kid is named Arvin. Starts out with him as like an say an adult Tom Holland's character. So like high school, late high gotcha. school. And there's a girl that lives with him who was also orphaned at a young age. And Robert Pattinson's character takes advantage of her, and that's kind of where the plot really, really starts to pick up. Oh, okay. Uh, he ends up shooting Robert Pattinson's character. I'm just spoiling the whole movie. Okay, I was like, yeah. this is this like early on? What's the rest of the movie about? There, there's a lot more to this movie. He could, like the whole thing is is how like trauma manifests from generation to generation differently, okay, but you. it's still there. Yeah. And so, a lot of the film, Tom Holland's character constantly says, "This is something I have to do." 
because his dad was an angry person and beat the shit out of a bunch of people in their town. It's just a really dreadful film, but it was enjoyable because the vibe that I got from it was I'm waiting for something to just break inside of him. It's very Joker-esque in that way. Gotcha. But And Taxi Driver-esque in that way. Yeah. Uh, very slow, but damn. Does it keep you on the edge of your seat the whole time? Yeah, that sounds uh, pretty intense. Not in the fun camping way. Yeah, but I, I highly suggest this movie. Uh, I looked. I I found like a pirated version online of the book, and I only read like the first two pages, and it's beautifully written. So well, there you go. Yeah, for sure. Is watch the it. book the same title? Yeah, gotcha. couple all the time. There's okay. another one called Knockem Stiff by the same artist. I say artist writer. <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> it's a picture book. Uh, and and. It's the same thing. It's just about how like generations treat the younger generations like shit. So well, that's yeah. true. Well, there you go. I have one more thing I want to discuss. Okay. And I think you'll be excited about it. I doubt it, but go on. I couldn't hold. I couldn't hold it. I had to watch the boys. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a all. good way. In a good way. Ah. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole show is so damning. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's. Spoilers, it's, by the way. Yeah, spoilers for season one and the first and five episodes and the first five of season, season two. two. This, I think we should do like an episode review each week after this. Just put it in suggested digest. Okay, uh, but if you haven't watched The Boys yet, watch yeah. it. Season one is amazing. And then um, come back. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Original, so give it a watch. Even yeah. if you don't like superhero stuff, give it a watch because mm-hmm. it, it also does not like superheroes. Yeah, it hates them. Yeah. Um, man, what a, I just, every time that, an episode ends, I'm like, wow. That's how you know you're making good shit when you leave your audience speechless, even when they haven't watched it recently. I started watching the first season again last night and like, I'm trying to get all the way back up to where oh, I, wow. Where, yeah, that's a commitment. Uh, really, really, really good. The shock factor is there. Yeah, the oh, actors. It's uh fantastic. not um family friendly. It's a very yeah. not safe for work. Uh there's blood, gore, sexual content um yeah. out the wazoo, if I do yeah. say so. Uh hate to bring up a cool word like wazoo. What wazoo wazoo, but uh it's out of it. So wazoo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Um yeah, so this last episode, I know you're shaking your head at me. I'm moving on from that bit. I'm not. You're not, let you're not you. letting me move on no. from it though. You're gonna sit in your shame, <laughs> and you're gonna take it. Don't let me sit in my shame. I won't be like Homelander. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, this last episode <laughs> so bizarre. The sex stuff with Stormfront, and yeah. he's still just drinking milk and yeah, being so weird. Ah. Uh. The the mommy issues on this guy is just awful. Yeah. Uh I ha- I have to say the whole thing with Stormfront, I really liked her character until the last couple of episodes where she just became because I didn't know anything about the comics. Like I have done my research, but I didn't do any research on Stormfront as a means to be excited and surprised. Yeah, so ah. Stormfront is one of the original heroes from like World War II in yeah. the comics. I don't think she's alive during the modern day. As far as I remember, I could be misremembering. She that. was so because in the comics, th- they did a gender swap on this for the show. Yeah, in the comics, the character 
at a young age was taken from his parents and then was made into a soldier. They yeah. gave him the most amount of compound V they've ever given any character, which is how Homelander gets his DNA and it's how he becomes so powerful. But uh, Hitler thinks he's, a, he's an abomination. So a bunch of scientists send him to the U.S. and he grows up in the U.S. And he holds a lot of Nazi traditions. Yep, that's pr- that's they kept that element in. My God, hates everyone, every kind of person is just kind of a sh- like the worst kind of person oh, you can think of. So racist in the show. Uh, a lot of the things said in the show, I was very surprised that they even yeah said like like they put that dialogue in there. Yeah. I was like, wow, you are they, really pushing. Uh, they the go all the way with that, and uh, yeah, they don't hold any punch, pull any punches on the whole race. Yeah, stuff. The conversation with her and A Train is the thing I think that made me cringe oh, the most. Oh. He's like, "Is there a problem here?" She's like, "No, there's not." Yeah, it's like, mm. like kind of subtle, but if you like, if you really look at it, it's one of those conversations. Like, oh, it, well, because she starts saying stuff along the lines of, "Yeah, the church just got really rude when they started letting anyone in there," and like yeah. she just glared at him, and it's yeah. like. You can't do that. Yep. <laughs> you can't it's, do that. It's one of those all. conversations in Get Out that they refer to where they're like, it's just really subtle and not overt kind yeah. of racism, but it's just grotesque. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Of course, the last scene in the last episode was just. <laughs> That's the other thing. This show sounds awful. It's quite funny in some parts. It, it, yeah. Yeah. The the part where like not those parts she throws him across the room, <laughs> and then he just gets up like what the fuck? <laughs> I believe the phrase "laser my tits" was used. Yeah, which how do you how do you, how do you uh, sell that? Yeah, but I don't want to give too much away for those who haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll get spoiler heavy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you haven't watched it, go, go watch, watch it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I'm tired of this. Oh, show. I'm sorry. Are we boring you, Travis? Yeah, I'm ready to go home. I'm done. Goodbye. You're not Never. going to the gym after this? Oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Remember how I told you I was going to take my test yesterday? Yeah. I didn't take my test yesterday. I have to do it today. What, how how late are you going? Well, they close at seven. I thought. I thought they only close at seven on Fridays and Saturdays. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I think Sundays as well. Damn it. Okay. Well then, yeah, I'll go to the gym. That's right. Right answer. I'll go to the gym. I went. I had to go at my sister's apartment yesterday. How's that? Yeah, they not good. They don't have that much equipment there. Ah, uh, see, apartment gyms are tricky. They're either really great or terrible. Yeah, there's there's no almost no happy medium in my experience. It's just kind of yeah. Either they Th- try enough there, but not enough to do what I wanted. Yeah. But yeah, did, did uh, we have anything else? We got some more yeah. uh, cyberpunk gameplay. I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh yeah, they the uh, go over all the Pierce. As a character. Oh yeah, Alana's in the game. That's fun. That's really cool. Good for her. That's like a pretty big project to be a part of. So yeah. And I think she said she's only in the Nomad playthrough. If you go through like a Nomad character build, yes, I'm doing Nomad. So I th- I think I was gonna go because I think there's Street Kid, Nomad, or like Corpo corporate. Kid, yeah. or something like that. I think I was gonna go Nomad anyways. Nomad just seems like the more interesting option. Yeah. The transition from going from there to the city yeah. has to be really cool. Yeah. But uh, and they reveal kind of all the different gangs and factions and things like that. Yeah. So and I, when I watched Blade Runner, I was like, "Yep, can't wait for Cyberpunk." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's good. Uh, 
I want an update on the conversation as far as John Hamm. Oh, the John Hamm debate? Yeah. D- is there any update on that? Has that come person up again? has not budged, and I'm considering never talking to them ever again. Uh, I know you'd mentioned that they were not crazy about meeting me now that I've voiced my opinion. Yeah. Their, uh, their interest in the kind of podcast and you has declined. I would say dropped off pretty drastically. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they're wrong. They are wrong. But are my feelings hurt? Um, it depends on what you mean by feelings and if I had those in the first place. In the words of Don Draper, I don't think about you at all. Anyways, uh, if you're interested in, you know, asking questions on Twitter or Instagram. Where do you stand on John Hamm as Batman? Me? Oh. I'm the listeners. <laughs> I was like, damn, I thought it was pretty blatantly obvious given the conversation we yeah. just had. Uh, yeah. Tell us your thoughts on John Hamm. Maybe send it a question. I don't know. Roast us a little bit. At Rooftop Mumble on Twitter and Instagram. Rooftop Mumble at gmail.com. Yeah. very inter- We're very interesting people. We like to talk about stuff. Uh, how else can we compliment ourselves? Um, if we had to rate ourselves on a on a scale from one to ten, we're a good seven and a half. I'm really good at making my bed. There you go. We're way off topic now. Yeah, let's let's just go. tell a friend about the show if you think they'll be interested. Goodbye forever. Goodbye forever. Ooh.